Hello, 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 podcast. Welcome back. Third podcast of the day. It's Jake and Manny. We have a special guest for you. Brandon Sackbun, ROTC guru, now a ranger. Let's talk, boys. Today's topic is post-college. One year out of college, Brandon and I are. And Jake's been out of college for two years. So we got some... Two and a half years, actually, technically, because I graduated college. (laughs) I graduated college in three and a half years. Something that is very, very uh, uh, rare these days. And I just want to brag at that because um, unless you graduated college in three and a half years, I would love for you to talk shit to me. Um, <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, folks, thanks for having me on this show. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, really can't, can't tell you how much it means. Talking about that first year of college, I think transitioning is huge. You know, got some, some people who head off to big cities, living a life, a nice you know consulting finance job, and then you have guys like me who are single in Columbus, Georgia. Just, you know, really just working out a couple times a day, stuck in the military with uh, not a lot of options in terms of love. Yo, Brandon, Brandon, uh, Brandon, your your voice is cutting in and out. We got to fix that, man. All right, all right. Do sound, I hear? Can you go? You sounded pretty good with the, with the headphones on. Do you want to do you want to try that okay. again? You sounded yeah. good to us with the headphones on. I'm going to try the headphones. Try the headphones. Just go ahead and plug those in. We'll stay on the line, you know, podcast time. That's all right. You're just cutting into cutting into valuable time here, but that's that's okay. I'm sure the I'm sure the listeners are totally <laughs> cool. You guys can hear me, okay? We can hear you, man. You sound like you're uh, trying to say "mayday, mayday," you know, with your voice. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm a little too strong on the on the radio. It seems. Uh, but go. Jake, uh, what was you texted me? You had some questions, so so why don't you just feel free to shoot them off? Let's hear it. Yeah, man. I'm just kind of curious, like how long you're going to be using my tax dollars before you see any action. You know, like, I mean, you're, you're an army ranger and that's, that's, that's great, man. You know, like jumping out of planes and whatnot. I saw the documentary, you know, there was a great Vietnam film on the army rangers. Um, and I'm all for, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for my tax dollars going to the, to the military and whatnot. But uh, I mean, the people who are just kind of, sitting behind a desk or just chilling out here. Um, I'm just curious, man. How much are you going to just, uh, you know, live off the fat of the land or live off the fat of the taxpayers' dollars uh, before you actually contribute to society? I'm curious. Oh, man. Jake, 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 Jake. Quite a controversial question you just asked there. We'll give Brandon a second to get back to answering that question. Brandon, what's up? What's going on? Talk to us. Take the headphones out if they're not working, man. We're on podcast time. <laughs> Damn, dude. God damn it. Jake, man, I don't know about us having guests anymore. Brandon's already fucking up our first, our first, our first. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Brandon? Oh, there we go. There we go. Hey, so that's a good question. I mean, there's about half a million people in the, in the U.S. Army, and honestly, only a couple thousand are deployed. But you got to understand, man, you know, 
when you walk in the fight, you want to be the biggest, strongest guy, right? So there's a lot of training involved. Good question. A lot of people don't have combat arm, uh, combat roles in the Army. A lot of guys are support. Um, not necessarily the route that I, I, I chose to go, but props to those guys because they're bringing something to the fight, right? You got to make sure your soldiers are fed and, and have the right uniform to perform. So there's guys who focus on that. There's guys who focus on the medical side. And there's guys who focus on the you know, ammunition and supply side. So everyone plays a, a different role. That's respectful. That's respectable. Um, and, you know, you're right. I, I, I'm not going to lie. When you ask the question, get any action, I immediately thought um, in terms of women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the Army's Ranger School. It's 62 days. They, they take away sleep. They take away food. But what most people don't tell you is they take away sex and alcohol as well. Uh, I call it – I jokingly say – Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. They, hold, I'm sorry to interrupt. You're not allowed to drink for 62 days. <laughs> yeah, and, and you literally, like, not a single drop. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, there was a – I mean, my hands were, were, like, literally shaking, and I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's because I didn't have any Rumpelmans or Tito's or Anheuser-Busch. Shout out to Michelob Ultra and Bud Light. But um, I'm not going to lie, Jake. Uh, I, t- I tell people I voluntarily joined rehab. Like, that's a, that's a line. I actually used that uh, a few days ago at the bar. Uh, and the girl did not at all get what I was saying. And she won. <laughs> uh, that was probably the, the single-handedly worst Tinder date I've ever been on. Was my first date back from Ranger School. Um, you know, I'm looking good, right? I throw on the butt He down. is looking good. My job, you know, I get, you know, it sucks. You're, you're around a bunch of dudes, high testosterone, everyone wants to. Brandon, I don't think they actually took sex away from you, man. Because I know, I know it, that you like it differently. <laughs> Manny, um, I'm, okay, I'm not, I'm not what I know. <laughs> the guy I was in college, you know, running around, enjoying life. Um, unfortunately... You know, yes, right. There's some women in the army. There are some women in ranger school, but like, your 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 focus is definitely not that. Your focus is, well, I haven't eaten in uh, in I don't know, 18 hours. Would love to get a, a cracker, um, or like a. You're like not a thinking, you're not thinking, man, I haven't I haven't busted it in in 30 minutes. How am I gonna? How am I just gonna pinch one off? In the in the back of this porta potty, well, you don't you don't use a porta potty. You don't shower. You're out in the woods for like days at a time. You're grimy, um, and so you're just your focus is is honestly one surviving and, and two just being the best team member you can be. Um, they try to preach, you know, you got to be a, a hater, a killer, but honestly, brother, love is what kept me going, my man. You know, you you love the folks you're training with. You want to see them succeed. You want to succeed, and you'll be good. I respect that. Yeah, dude, I, uh, I feel that, man. You know, I was a Boy Scout. I've done my. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I've done my fair share of pretty. That was that was not a joke. I did. <laughs> the joke okay, part is right. that the joke part is that you you compared man. You're comparing a Boy Scout to. Rangers, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I was in the Order of the Arrow, bruh. I was in the Order of the Arrow, 
though, man. We were deprived of food. <laughs> there was... I slept... Dude, there was I've one day. slept in, in shelters with made out of snow. I've slept in shelters made out of snow. I've done some shit, man, in my life. I'm an old soul. Old soul. But honestly, the one thing that I do commend about Brandon is that, you know, he was mentioning this earlier that most of us that graduate from college do, you know, the consulting route, the investment banking route, or a route that seems more comfortable because our parents told us to do it. And Jake and I, we were talking about this earlier where his parents made him buy a car out of college, which happened to be. We didn't have to get into. I really, we did not have to get into that. But I guess. Okay. Oh my right. gosh. I'm just now. Fine. Okay. Which happened to be like one of the worst decisions for him. Not saying it's a bad decision to buy a car or buy a house, but for you personally, some things are meant to be. Maybe not working at that investment banking job or maybe working at the consulting job or whatever it is may not be the right route. And I commend that for um, Brandon because he did uh, ranger school. And prior to that, he failed. What did you fail, Brandon? He failed ranger school first. Failure. He was a failure first. He was a failure first. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, in November, I went to ranger school, and that first week is that, like, hell week type type situation, and, and I got the boot um, on some, like, weapon assembly stuff. Um, and a lot of folks were like, hey, you don't need to pass ranger school to be an infantry officer. You can move on. But I just – I stuck with it. I kept shaving my head, and I just kept showing up <laughs> with my backpack. I kept shaving my head. <laughs> I, I would show up with – all my gear, and I would say, I'm ready to start. And they'd be like, we don't have room for you. Try again next next month or in like two weeks. So I, I tried to get in four times and got in on the fourth time. Wait, no shit, really? Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I, I was um... – Brandon, 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 Brandon. Me, until Brandon comes back, the one thing I want to notice or acknowledge is that you may not figure it out for all you guys that just graduated recently from college, like a year ago or um, last week or maybe this weekend coming up or this past Saturday or whenever this month that you will graduate. It's okay if your peers are doing something greater than you. Hey, Jake, what were you doing post-college that wasn't like as cool as what you're doing now? Um. I mean, I would actually consider what I was doing right out of college uh, to be cooler than what I was, what I'm doing now. Um, but it was, it was, it was not traditional to what most people would want to be doing out of college, right? Out of all the, like the pressure that our school or at least our fraternity put upon us, would you say? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, yeah, I got into personal training. Um, I was training middle schoolers to professional baseball players. Um, it was, uh, it was kind of what I always wanted to do. I was more so involved, uh, with my interests in, uh, just general people, just general practice. Um, so kind of taking those methods of training athletes and, and bringing them to working adults who, 
literally just sat at a desk or played basketball in their free time or volleyball or, or cycling or whatnot. And uh, I really wanted to be able to get those people to uh, not have as much back pain, um, you know, just be generally more fit and more athletic um, as just an average working adult. Uh, that was kind of my thing. Uh, unfortunately, it just was a whole lot of work uh, for what the industry kind of was offering in terms of compensation. And it's uh, it's an unfortunate thing, and it's really easy to to look at your friends and and see, you know, just people working a forty yeah. hour work week and and making a lot of money. Um, in terms of that, while you know you're working like sixty hours a week and still not being able to afford to to live on your own, so it was kind of a it was a little bit of a wake up call. Um, and it kind of got to the point where you know, uh, a, a hobby and a passion sort of just again became no more than a job, no more than something that I was obligated to do. Um, and no offense to anybody that's, that's in the, in the practice right now, just something that I kind of said for myself was not, um, not something that I wanted to continue with. So, got into coding but it's it getting back to you know looking at your friends in terms of what they're doing it's really easy you know we have a lot of friends that are just in finance and banking and consulting and they're all obviously doing very well and it's really easy to compare yourself are they doing to your, well sorry um, continue, continue sorry i would say so yeah yeah i would say they're doing very well yeah. well um From, from the, from the Instagram post, you may think they're doing well. From the Snapchat post, from, you may think they're doing well. From conversations yeah. with my friends, from actually reaching out to them and 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 hanging out with my friends as you're you know usually supposed to do. <laughs> um, uh, well, I think that's a good. It's, it's, really easy, it's really easy to kind of compare yourself and say like, you know, I'm at this level of life my friends and my peers that I went to college with and, you know, college is a growth experience and these people that I grew with are at a much higher level than, than I am. Yeah. It's a very, you know, it's, it, it's a pretty uncomfortable spot to be in. Yeah. I, I, I completely understand, especially when you're doing a profession that's not as traditional, but you know, here's how I think of it you know, you're an accountant, you have a CPA, right? You want to be a professional, you do that. You're a lawyer, you take that bar, you're a doctor, you go do your boards, your residency, you know, you get certified in your field. Um, so for me, Ranger School was like being a certified professional war fighter. Like you get that, you're, you're certified. So that was kind of my big bar. That's why I kept trying to show up and, and get back into that school. And, and in the fitness industry, you're constantly – you know, having to get certifications and, and you got athletes, you're constantly able to, to see if they reap what you sow to see them perform. Uh, but I, I, mean, I remember, man, there was even this summer when I was just doing the infantry officer training, there are so many, so many days in the summer in the winter time where I'm just thinking like it's 5 PM on a Friday and I would kill 
to be at a happy hour in Chicago. <laughs> just ripping, absolutely ripping shots. Um, in my college polo, because it's business casual Fridays, totally trying to talk to a 10. <laughs> banking, banking, banking the company card that I just pulled out is going to work, one, on drinks, and two, she's going to think I'm a high <laughs> Uh, can you, hey Brandon, Brandon? Yeah. Can you just say the certification that you said that you had combat war ready or whatever it was, your certification? Can you just say that again? Brandon's certification? I don't know. He was saying, I, I don't know what he was saying, but it sounded the most badass thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh-oh. In my entire life, Brandon keeps going on and off because his his headphones are aren't obviously working really well in Georgia. They're, they're passing all hey, of those. Hey, you guys hear me good? Yeah, we hear you, Brandon. Talk to us. Uh, so what I what I always like to say is um, the Ranger tab. It's a, a on paper is a certification in small unit tactics, and it's the premier school for leadership in the U.S. in the military. Um, it, if you can make it through Ranger school, you can effectively manage anywhere from 10 to 45 people with 30 minutes of sleep, a couple hundred calories, and you can get them to move miles and miles on end with unspeakable amounts of weight and still be prepared to kill the enemy. Okay, Brandon, so, Brandon, the first time you said it, you said it in a badass way, and the second time you said it, it sounded like a LinkedIn post. Let's, let's, drop, the, <laughs> let's drop the LinkedIn post. All right, all right, all right. All right. I, call it, I call it just being a professional, a professional war fighter. Um, there we go. There we go. That is the sickest thing from a peer that I've ever heard. <laughs> a war fighter. Hey, Jake, there's, there's something you haven't seen. Action. Professional war fighter. You never kill a guy. You know, <laughs> Jake, there's something you brought up earlier that I, I thought was great. Um, you're doing what you love uh, when you're, you're starting out training. I think a big thing that college doesn't teach is I live off the uh, two mountain theory. That's how I live my life. That first mountain is that kind of cookie cutter outline. You have your five-year goal, your goal for income, your goal for job. You're thinking vocation and a family, um, your church. Yeah. And the second mountain though, that's what I really believe in. You find like a, something you believe in morally, something like a calling in life. And I think we're kind of, you know, until you're, from 25 to 30, sorry, 22 to 30, you're really searching for that second mountain. Like, what's your, what's your calling? Like, what's going to get you from like, this is fun every, you know, for now when I'm young, to like, this is life, you know? That's a question to you, Jake. Fuck. Um... <laughs> like, I don't know. For some people, I do think it's like something crazy, like an insane bankruptcy or failure or like a divorce i don't know it's it's it takes a lot to trigger some people to jump to that like second mountain of life and do you usually think it's a trigger or do you think it's something that like is okay to be planned i'm a very systematic thinker and so i think yes it would take something to trigger that full switch because i think if you plan it out like there's a little bit of one hesitation and two, it's almost too forced. Like there's nothing natural to it. Uh, maybe some people can just naturally find that and they don't need to be like 
trigger to find that, hey, maybe I just want to be a teacher, uh, like an elementary school teacher, which I think is one of the greatest occupations you can do. And I mean, I, I, there's a lot of times I wish I was in education, but it's a great occupation and a great way to have a great four years of college of doing a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> okay, I think it's clear that your major does not really because there. I mean, I was oh yeah, Kelly finance major, absolute. Jo- I mean, I was the worst finance student in that entire business school, and I had the most fun of my friend group. I guarantee it. I wake up nowadays when I used to go to sleep in college. I'm up by four thirty every day. In college, I was still out and about. I, I mean, I was probably. Okay. Rolling into my apartment at four thirty, but but even that, Zach, when you did that, you went to bed like four, and you still woke up at six for ROTC. So you were kind of like trained for it already from college. So like now you can't do that anymore because it's more intense and intense. But like I agree with you. I think that I spent most of my college days right four years straight, just like intensely, like um, thinking about the future and possibly working in the industry that I was studying in. And now I'm not working in the industry that I'm studying and I'm doing the completely opposite of what I went to school to study. And I don't know how much that like is a fuck you to my parents in terms of like the tuition they paid for me to go to college. But that was pretty much um, very detrimental to how much fun I had in college. So I would say have fun in college if you're listening to our podcast. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I'm going to tell my commander anytime soon that my outrageous drinking habits in college prepared me to succeed in the army, but I do get what you're saying. <laughs> uh, and on that note, I, w- I would also like to say shout out to Rumble Mints. Make sure to take a shot uh, of icy mint liquid this weekend. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't think my, my I'm going to tell my boss that anytime soon. But that's a good point, man. I, I just think coming out of college, people just expect this cookie cutter you move to a big city you start work you get in better shape but i just think there's so many so many other ways that you can go in life that they just don't teach you in traditional educational institutes like public universities even you know most private universities yeah i had a conversation Uh, with someone about liberal arts school and while this can be very controversial the one thing that they pointed out that i thought was pretty interesting was the ability to you know, go through your college years not having to know what you need to do. Because public school, it's like you're either in the business school, the media school, or some sort of school, right? So you kind of need to know. And if you try to move schools, then you're a couple of credits short. But liberal arts school, it seems like it's very upwards trend, regardless of where you're trying to pick your major in, that like the credits will transfer in some sense, which I kind of appreciate in some sense. It's it's a lot of it's based on personality type. Like if you're someone who needs more structure, yeah, to succeed, you got to go that route. You got to go that. Hey, this is how you you know one plus one is gonna equal two, and then you move on to two times two is gonna equal four. Like that systematic step step of thinking. But some folks are able to just figure take it out. Giant, you know, like basically like take a pile of Legos and build a castle. Yeah, you know, they have the tools to succeed. Whether they build a castle or a random little shack that's just not going to work, that's on them. They just use their degree to build a tiny shack of Legos instead of a giant castle. I don't even know if that analogy makes sense. But, uh, <laughs> man. Uh, well, I-, I think we hit a... <clears throat> excuse me. I think we hit a very <clears throat> serious topic. 
for the day. So I think it only makes sense that we end these next couple minutes with some just just fun, good vibe, good vibey, you know, topics. What's up, Jacob? What's on your mind? I mean, if we're just uh, if we're just kind of shouting out advice right now, I think uh, one thing that's really I guess two things that have really just kind of helped me mentally just through life and whatnot are one to kind of create an, an exercise plan. And this is, this is post being a fitness professional, um, create an exercise plan for yourself and, and stick to it, you know, so that you continuously have something to work towards physically. Um, I mean, I, I, like I, I'm nowhere near what I used to be, but I still lift four times a week. I still do cardio two times a week. I don't, I don't go super hard during those times, but uh, it's a very good time to just be completely present to um, focus on myself to get better, I guess, and just improve my health. Uh, and the other one is is uh, is is meal prep. <laughs> and that does I and I'm telling you with my meal prep, it's not healthy at all. The meals that I make are not healthy at all. But <laughs> make, making just five lunches on Sundays makes it incredible. The fact that I just wake up thirty minutes before I'm supposed to leave, I shower, I brush my teeth, I change. And I grab my lunch and I'm ready to go. It really, I can't tell you how incredible it is to be able to spend ten dollars on five meals as opposed to ten dollars on one meal each day of the week when you're eating, as opposed to just having a meal in the refrigerator ready to go. You just grab it and leave. It doesn't have to be super healthy. It can literally be noodles and and pasta sauce and that's it and wow. that's your lunch for the day and if, if that's what you want to do it's super cheap like <laughs> it's super easy you can go you can go the healthy route of like the chicken breast and brown rice and broccoli if you want to that tastes like garbage in my opinion <laughs> Former fitness professional. Yeah, former fitness professional. Just meal prep for for the sake of your wallet, not for the sake of your health, for the sake of your wallet. Adding some healthy stuff after you get the hang of it. That's good. That's some good stuff. Um, Hey, you know, yeah, obviously I think Jake brought up some really good points having that that plan for the week and it includes fitness and and what you eat as well. Um, the last two things post-college, one, life's about relationships. It's up to you to continue to either, A, build on those relationships you had in college, or B, kind of let them fizzle out. Uh, honestly, you go from seeing your best friends nonstop all the time for four years to, wow, I might not see this guy again to his wedding. If I get invited to that, I'm probably not going to get invited to a ton. But... Uh, <laughs> But honestly, it's, it's on you to keep those relationships, to keep making sure the boys you had in college and, and those girls that were your friends, you are still talking to them and, 
encouraging them to succeed in life because folks, everyone needs a little bit of encouragement. I, I don't care if you're Captain America uh, or if you're like at the bottom of the totem pole. Everyone needs a, hey man, you're doing a good job. So relationships, it's, those are very important. Continue to either A, build those or, or let them fizzle out. Next thing is um, Jake brought up, you know, having a, a schedule on his lifting schedule, his food schedule. That's great. I love that. Uh, another big thing is I add, you know, reading. I probably have, I have a very, very strict schedule, um, like down to down the exact minute now. My life's pretty regimented. And I, I add a, a reading time. Uh, I do. I love watching ESPN. I can sit and watch it for hours. But before I like to read or before I like to watch TV at all, I, I like to read for 30 minutes at least on any given day. So that's good. It, it allows me to mentally, you know, kind of get away from life and just focus on, on the pages and, and the world that it can bring. I'm kidding. I read all nonfiction. I'm a nerd. Uh, so it's not really a crazy world, <laughs> but I do, I do think that's, that's important. Uh, last thing is um, I know I, I always joke, you know, drinking is a good way to blow off steam, but another great way is just sitting out there and enjoying the sun, just stopping everything and letting your mind settle. It's great for you mentally. It's great for your mental health. Uh, just relaxing, laying down, and taking some time for yourself. Uh, Manny, we're going to go ahead and throw it over to you. Let you uh, throw some closing words up on the chalkboard. Then we'll erase that, reset, and get ready to <laughs> take all the week. Thank you, right? Thank you, Brandon, for those words of wisdom. That was pretty incredible. Yo, honestly, on, on what Brandon just said, the last words about like mental health, the one thing that I would like um, – talk about is the fact that you know we go through our lives a lot spazzing about what we don't know and the definition of fear and worry right fear is like the reaction of something that's going to happen and worry is the reaction about something you do not know i think that's like the difference between the two so it's like we worry a lot about some things that we don't know and it doesn't make sense and i think that i'm like the biggest um like definition of someone who spazzes a lot about what they don't know. And I spazz. Oh, yeah, I, you spazz so much. I live I, with <laughs> I, I, I literally spazzed through college and just kind of like, you know, took my business degree too seriously. And now I'm not doing what I actually went to school to study. So if there's any, any advice I'd like to give is that like, while you may not know what's to come, and this is like an advice that I need to take myself, but while you might not know what's to come, chill out and just enjoy the sun, just like Brandon said. So seize the day, have a good time. Game of Thrones tonight. Who's watching it? Oh, I'm, I'm watching in there. Um, yeah, I'm ready to be disappointed for another fucking Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jake and I actually pirated all the Game of Thrones that are um that have already been recorded and we actually watched this season. I mean, this episode today and actually Arya dies tonight. 